Welcome to the RPG Blender, where we give lesser-played games or forgotten settings the roll of the dice they deserve. I'm your host, Game Master George, and today, as we move toward the first release, I'd like to give you a quick introduction to one of our players. So today on Meet the Players, let's get to know the newbie, Greg. A newcomer to the tabletop, I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to expand his gaming horizons. Hello and welcome to the RPG Blender, Greg. Thank you for joining me here today. Of course, of course. Thanks for having me, George. <laughs> of course. Happy to do so. Uh, so what I want to do here is I just want to give the listeners a little view into the people who are participating in this. Uh, so the first thing that I'd like to ask is you're, um, you're a fairly newcomer to the world of tabletop RPGs, uh, but I understand you have a much larger experience with other gaming. Uh, would you be so kind as to walk us through your journey as a gamer? Wow. Oh, man. So this goes, this harkens back to kindergarten, I guess. Um, my first introduction to video games was in my kindergarten class, I think, when we had computer time. Um, we went on to miniclip.com and we played uh, Redbeard. It was like a simple platformer that was like ripped off of Mario. And from miniclip.com as well is where I first found a link that got me into RuneScape, which was my first experience into the MMORPG genre. Um, from there, uh, I, I played RuneScape pretty extensively, uh, actually all through like middle school and everything like that. Um, I didn't get my first console until I was in high school and I got an Xbox 360, uh, with Skyrim, uh, 11, 11, 11. I remember that day. <laughs> Whew, what a, what a time to be alive. Um, and that was my first real like RPG experience. I mean, RuneScape's like a, it's like a RPG and it's medieval themed and everything, which is why I really liked it. But it wasn't like a true like fantasy game. Cause it's kind of like, like, like fake, like, uh. I don't know what you would call it, but like, like it's got a lot of real world elements. It's very like referential to like, it's kind of like Monty Python esque, I mm -hmm. would say. Um, yeah. Whereas Skyrim was like a true hardcore RPG. Like this is, you are in a medieval world with thousands of different like things to do and different races. And like there's racism and then there's like political strife and like dragons. And like, it was, <laughs> it was a, a genre defining game and like really blew my mind and like changed my perception about, um, everything for for role-playing games um and i i put thousands of hours into that game um after that i mean uh i guess i played mass effect i think that was the next rpg game that i played after that um because that was also on the xbox 360 um and i got really hooked into mass effect because that was a game where i felt like my choices mattered uh until mass effect 3 came out at which point i felt like my choices no longer mattered because the <laughs> ending was just a coin toss where you picked a blue green or red ending and that was it was just the color of the explosion that changed sorry spoilers for mass effect people who haven't played it yet uh all of your choices throughout the first and second game don't matter uh it just comes down to an abc green blue or red explosion at the end um it was awful and i felt like horrible and it, I, that kind of turned me off of like role-playing games for a while because I just didn't feel like anything I did mattered. It just I didn't feel like I was tangibly affecting the world in any meaningful way. Um, and e same thing with Skyrim, like even replaying Skyrim, it's like, oh, I, I, I saved the world and I'm getting arrested for accidentally grabbing a potato, <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. It just felt so unreal. It just felt like nothing had any gravitas or, or, or any impact on the, the real world. 
Um, and so very, very recently, in fact, less than a year ago, um, I was introduced to Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. Um, and oh my God, what, what an experience. It, it changed my life. I'd always like fantasized about trying Dungeons and Dragons. Like I'd always like when I went to Barnes and Noble and I like swung by like the, the fantasy section and I saw like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. I saw like the source books for Dungeons and Dragons. And I always like picked them up and like leafed through them and like looked at the cool art. And I was like, this is so cool. I'd love to get into this. But then I saw like all the numbers and math and shit in my brain. Like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I can't, I can't like, I, cause I had no person who could walk me through it like i would all be on me to discover and realize how to do this and that was just a lot of pressure and i didn't feel like i had the mental capacity to to study and understand it but um my friends were like hey we're running a D, &D session and we were all in the same acapella group so it just made sense you know because we all were i was like i would love to play DD, &D. and he's like i run DD, &D. and everyone else in the acapella group was like also like hey we'd like to do it also and so it was a lot of first timers which was very good i think the fact that we had a lot of first time DD people because it didn't feel like i was the odd egg out like i was pressured and to like like be good at the game even though i had absolutely no idea what the fuck i was doing oops sorry part of my french um <laughs> But it, and so I did it and it was so amazing. It felt so satisfying to have like meaningful impacts of things that we did. I mean, our very first like five sessions, we we fucked up. We failed. We, we failed catastrophically to stop a cult from performing a ritual. And it affected the entire world. And that just boggled my mind that that was something that could happen and exist. And that my choices were meaningful and that I could also interact with people who were layered and like charactered and not just like a two dimensional flat. Like I have a set list of lines that I'm going to say, you know, like just the, the improv aspect alone and, and how flexible it is. It was truly, truly phenomenal. And so I'm very grateful for George to have reached out to me and, and made me be a part of this because it's so fun. And I love being able to share that and, and tell stories creatively with with other people. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm happy to have you with us. Now, as part of this, I've been exposing you to a few new systems as well, uh, but I'm curious, are there any systems that you've heard of that you very much would like to try? Any other systems that aren't Dungeons & Dragons? Or have there been any that we have played so far that really spoke to you? I really liked uh <laughs> the uh system that we did it was like the simple d10 system where there was just like very simple like pass fail mechanics um and and my girlfriend played along with us and everything that was very fun for me because it was very simple and it really put a heavy emphasis on um the, the choices and decisions you made because everything was like life or death and it, because it was like a looser system it wasn't as stringent um i feel like there's more room for improv and more room for just like doing whatever you wanted and just seeing how the dice fell rather than Dungeons and Dragons, which where it has like, you know, it like bisects and like, it's like, you know, this is athletics, acrobatics, blah, 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 blah. You know, it kind of breaks it down. Um, having just like a one D 10 is like your, your, your pass to succeed for almost everything. And it's very, very loose. It, it kind of allowed for more storytelling, which I thought was very fun. Um, additionally, I have heard tales of this game known as Pathfinder. And <laughs> it sounds very fun. Everyone heralds it as this this great like role-playing thing. Um, I don't know if I'd ever be able to step away from D&D &D 5e because that's all I know right now, but I've heard great things about Pathfinder, um, and I'd perhaps like to try it one day. Um, Although I heard it was very broken, like there were a lot of very broken things you could do if you tried min-maxing. Um, and I am that kind of player, uh, and strictly because my luck is atrocious, 
anyone who watches this podcast will understand how many times I roll poorly. It is <laughs> it is a mathematical fact. <laughs> uh, so I, I have to min-max, not because I'm a power gamer, but because I need to have some baseline of being good so that when I fail, I have less chance of doing it, because I will fail all the time. <laughs> I feel um, your pain. Back a decade ago when I actually used to play it instead of just running it, I was exactly the same. So I'm there with you. Exactly. And, well, thank you for taking the time to give us a little insight into you, Greg. And uh, we'll you. be seeing you more in game. Awesome. Great. Look forward to it. Thank you so much for taking the time to give our new channel a try. Music is The Punk Rock Show by My Free Mickey, copyright 2012, licensed under a Creative Commons attribution license. If you want to stay up to date on our releases, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RPG Blender. If you'd like to follow Greg's singing ventures, check out his acapella group on Instagram at The Rye Notes. Link in the show notes. Come back on the 12th to meet our final player, and of course, Monday the 15th when we finally launch. Until then, remember, there's gaming outside the Forgotten Realm.